This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays, 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Welcome to this hour of the program and welcome to the Avenue Innovation event as we team up with Avenue Magazine uh, to explore the question of innovation and the future of Alberta's economy. Much more at AvenueCalgary.com in the latest edition of the magazine. But in this hour, we're going to hear from various voices talking about where Alberta's economy goes from here and how we ensure that innovation is at the forefront and what that looks like. Does that mean Alberta becoming a leader in tech? Does that mean innovation that supports existing industries, including oil and gas? What about the Alberta Innovation Corridor and the idea of a focused approach to try to drive this development? And I think we're obviously at a very critical time in, in looking at where Alberta's economy goes from here and how we emerge stronger coming out of this pandemic and whether there's opportunity here to accelerate diversification and ensure that innovation is at the forefront. So that's where we're going to go in this hour. And as I say, we've got some various voices that are going to join the conversation and share their thoughts on where we're at, where we're headed, and what's needed. Uh, so starting things off uh, in this hour for this event, I want to bring into the conversation here uh, this afternoon a familiar voice. Mary Moran is President and CEO of Calgary Economic Development. Mary, thanks so much for joining us here today. Welcome to the program. Thanks so much for having me. And I know certainly Calgary Economic Development is is on board with, um, you know, the idea of promoting innovation and uh, ensuring that Calgary is at the forefront. But what, what does innovation mean to you, first of all? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I think it's really important to acknowledge that most jurisdictions that come out of an economic structural change uh, and or turnaround typically do it by building on their strengths. So uh, that is, you know, we always have to acknowledge the strength of our industrial sectors, particularly energy, agriculture, transportation, logistics, aerospace, um, but also look for new opportunities. And the emerging opportunities here in Calgary include things like life sciences, fintech, as well as creative industries. And so, um, you know, when you look at the application of technology across those sectors, it is absolutely profound. And I mean, worldwide, it's profound in the sec- sense of there will be 25 billion mobile devices that are 25 billion mobile de- devices that are connected by 2025. And it will have a $14 trillion injection into global GDP. So we kind of looked at that and said, okay, well, is that actually really happening here in Calgary? And sure enough, through the research we did uh, last year, we were pleased to learn that uh, Alberta will be companies, Alberta companies will be investing $18.5 billion in digital technologies to help them be more efficient, more productive, and more predictive. And um, as a consequence of that, then we had to look at our talent pool to say, do we have the right talent pool to uh, ensure that we can deliver on that $18 billion of investment, which is a large percentage of the digital investment across the country. 
and just speaks to the fact that the digital application is so profound across our industrial sectors. And so, um, and sure enough, we need a lot more software engineer, data scientists, and coders and programmers than we currently have in uh, Calgary and, and, frankly, across Alberta. So there's a real big opportunity for us, and I think COVID really put a spotlight on that as you saw the uh, adoption and acceleration of digital technologies across every single ecosystem, particularly the ones that we excel at. So, you know, you think about our healthcare system was strained, our food and supply chain uh, system was strained, and certainly energy will be strained for the foreseeable future with, uh, you know, relentless kind of low uh, energy prices. So they're going to have to invest in technology to bring cost, operating costs down. Yeah. As you say, I mean, you know, Alberta is not the only jurisdiction thinking in these terms. And, and to some extent, we are competing with other jurisdictions. So what do you see as our, our advantages and maybe areas that, that perhaps we need to shore up? Yeah, I mean, I think the big advantage we have in Calgary specifically is, is that we're a headquarters center and not just headquarters for energy, but we have uh, increasingly so um, attracted agriculture companies, particularly those focused on crop sciences that are really entrenched in technology. Uh, but we also are the home of WestJet. We're the home of CP, Trimac Trucking, Bison Trucking. They're very progressive trucking companies, all looking at artificial intelligence to help them do their business better. And so uh, and they're the holders of data. And so tech companies and tech people like to be close to the decision makers about that data. So it's a, really a core strength that uh, we are a headquarters center for those industrial sectors, highest concentration of head offices uh, across the country on a per capita basis, and uh, that we also have very robust data sets. And to top it off, we have really strong science and math, in particular, uh, uh, talent here. That's not like uh, it's not a quantum leap for them to go into digital technologies. In fact, a lot of them have been collecting data for a long time. And so uh, we're not going to be Waterloo, we're not going to be Toronto, we're not going to be Vancouver focused on high tech. We're not, it's not, we're going to be not going to be the app center uh, creator across the country, but this, we can hold and win at industrial uh, transition to digital technologies and, and, and really be that center of transformation across the country. Tell us a bit more about the uh, Alberta Innovation Corridor that Calgary Economic Development has, has partnered with and, and why you see that approach as, 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 as valuable. Well, I think we have to acknowledge the fact that we are competing with the world. And so it's the, and we, both, both cities in particular, Edmonton and, and Calgary, but, uh, you know, throughout the corridor, we all have our different strengths. And um, you, you hear a lot in the media, particularly with this, federal government, they talk about the Waterloo-Toronto Innovation Corridor. Well, we have equal strengths here in our in our respective communities and should be shouting from the rooftops about those strengths as a, as a province as opposed to Alberta, or sorry, Calgary and Edmonton competing against each other. And so, you know, um, we, we have different strengths and I would say, you know, the greatest strength coming out of out of Edmonton, uh, they have good talent too, but the, the university there is very, very strong on artificial intelligence and machine learning. And, you know, they're ranked in the top, depending on what, what ranking you look to, but the top fifth or the top third in the world with respect to artificial intelligence and machine learning. And so that's a real asset for us as a province. Um, but because we're a headquarters center and a white collar center, uh, and the data, the holders of data are in Calgary, then it's a real strength. So not dissimilar to Waterloo and Toronto, where they had a strong school 
in Waterloo, but of course the headquarters centers were in in Toronto. Yeah, I think we can I mean, learn a lot said, from them. Right, and and there are other centers that are trying to be the next Silicon Valley. And, and obviously that kind of technology is a part of this conversation. But, you know, certainly when it comes to, to energy and, and developing innovation, and, and we're a real leader there when it comes to biotechnology, agri-food science, mm-hmm. right? There, there's a lot of that happening in here in Alberta, isn't there? It truly is. And some of it is great research coming out of the post-secondaries. And where we as a community need to get better is triangulating between kind of what's happening at the university, like world-class research that's happening at the university, industry, and government. And so, you know, it's precisely why we as an organization with our Opportunity Calgary Investment Fund invested uh, into the Life Science Innovation Hub so we can grow the number of life sciences companies here. It's We have about 125 right now, life sciences or health companies here, but we could do a lot more. And, and part of that is it's being spurred. The ideas are coming out and the talent's coming out of the university. And so we got to build a bridge to economic development. How do we make those companies stay here, grow here, get investment here? Uh, so uh, that's really, you know, just one one of the many opportunities that there are here um, in in Alberta and in Calgary. And does that mean government support? And, and how much government support uh, has there been so far for this? Yeah, I mean, you know, different governments approach it different ways, for sure. So we we found that it was very beneficial to have the Alberta Investor Tax Credit, uh, and uh, this where this government is, you know, more focused on ensuring that we are ha- protect the core Alberta advantage of having low corporate tax rates, no healthcare premiums, no PST. Um, no payroll tax, which is really interesting from a company's perspective. We will be the most competitive across the country, uh, it, you know, when we get to 8% corporate tax here in Alberta. So there's that theory. And then there's a theory that you actually have to uh, induce or incent behavior, uh, particularly when it comes to investment attraction. And so I think there's probably a happy medium in there for us to strive. And this government is, li- you know, talking and listening to all the right people. Uh, where they land is still to be determined, but I would just say the government's having a lot more conversation about innovation and technology uh, and the application, starting with the application to our industrial sectors, but ensuring that we um, create a great business environment for tech to to thrive here. So I'm encouraged by that. And um, But you do, you really, in all of these efforts, and I I say this repeatedly, and every project I've worked on, you know, in in my tenure with Calgary Economic Development is is that you really need governments aligned too. So you need the city, the province, and the federal government really aligned on trying to achieve this goal. Um, You know, Quebec has done a a really good job with respect to getting the orders of government aligned. And um, I think we're working towards that, particularly with the city and the province. Uh, and uh, I think we've got to get the, the feds brought into the fold uh, quickly in order for us to achieve our ambitious goals. Much more CalgaryEconomicDevelopment.com. Mary, thanks for making some time for us here this afternoon. Appreciate it. You're more than welcome. Thanks for the opportunity. All right, Mary Moran, uh, President and CEO of Calgary Economic Development. It has mentioned uh, they were very much a partner on the Alberta Innovation Corridor Initiative, abcorridor.com. All right, so we're going to continue this conversation in a few minutes. Terry Rock with Platform Calgary is going to join us, uh, part of our ongoing coverage here this afternoon, the Avenue 
Innovation Events. More at AvenueCalgary.com. We are back with more right after this. Welcome back. It is the uh, Avenue Innovation event as we uh, team up with Avenue Magazine to focus on uh, innovation and the Alberta Innovation Corridor as well in the role it's playing in driving innovation here in Alberta. Uh, there's a great uh, story about AvenueCalgary.com about some of the backstory that led to the Alberta Innovation Corridor and, and the idea that organizations in, in Edmonton and Calgary would collaborate and present a united front. So this goes back to a big conference called Collision early last year. One of the groups involved in that was uh, Platform Calgary. And joining us to talk more about some of this is Terry Rock, who is president and CEO at Platform Calgary. Terry, thanks so much for making some time for us here. Welcome to the program. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, PlatformCalgary.com. Tell us a bit more, first of all, about uh, the work that Platform Calgary does in working with and encouraging startups. Yeah, well, we are actually about a 39-year-old organization that started as the Calgary Research and Development Authority, became Calgary Technologies, Inc., and now we're on our third iteration, um, actually fourth, sorry, there was a, a time when we partnered up with Innovate Calgary, which still exists, uh, serving the life sciences space up by the university, and now we are Platform Calgary, and we're building a 50,000-square-foot innovation center in East Village that'll open in 2021. And it's going to really be a hub of hubs model that aggregates the best possible service providers that work with entrepreneurs to help them grow their companies. Um, and really, from idea through to growth, you're going to be able to uh, get help um, and uh, ideally investment. Uh, you're going to be able to interact with corporate Calgary and you're going to be able to find your your peers and, and build a network of, of innovators across the across the city. So we really are taking that big picture view of the whole uh, community of, of innovation and all the various pieces that come together to uh, deliver a goal that would we think can create another thirty plus thousand jobs and maybe a you know couple thousand companies that are that work in this space. Yeah, and it's pretty exciting what's been happening. It's been about a year yeah. since the Alberta Innovation Corridor was launched. But, you know, as I mentioned, the, the story that goes back a little bit further to earlier in the year, you were part of this uh, delegation uh, to, to this conference known as Collision, a big tech yeah. conference. And in Alberta, the collaborative approach turned out, they made, made quite a splash, didn't it? Well, if, you know, if you've ever been to a conference that has twenty five to 50,000 people attending it, and there's a massive floor and you're trying to get attention, it's challenging. And, you know, we decided that we, you know, both cities have big agendas. Uh, we, we believe that this sector can drive economic growth in our province. And uh, how are we going to make it happen? So we, we were actually encouraged by Alberta Innovates to get together and start talking as two cities um, at their Inventors Conference, which uh, was uh, moved virtual this year and is kind of ongoing right now, um, in 2018, and had a dinner and said, let's start by just throwing everything on the wall. Like, what are we doing and what are we trying to do and see what synergy we can get? We realized that we were both going as two cities trying to get attention in international markets, and it's too hard. So if we go together, we can get attention. So both cities went had booths next to each other. One city served coffee, the other city served donuts. We referred people to each other where they were most suited, and people took notice, like this province is serious about growing this sector. How important is that to, you know, to, to kind of hang the sign out, so to speak, right, to send that message that, look, 
you know, this this matters to us here, as you say, that, that yeah. Alberta is serious. How important is it just, you know, to, to plant that flag, send that signal? Well, I think that people right now especially are looking for signs that we we have a plan. And, you know, I think that the number one message is we do have a plan. You can map this out. We, as two cities, uh, compared ourselves through a, uh, an organization called Startup Genome that benchmarks regions around the world and gives advice on, on how to grow your ecosystem. Um, and we uh, recognize that we're kind of at the starting line. And the the cities that do this, the regions that do this, have huge benefits. Startup, this tech startup space is the fastest growing sector um, globally. It creates economic growth. If you think about where do new jobs come from, ultimately, you know, if you really boil it down, this is a job strategy. New jobs come from new businesses and businesses that are innovating and growing. Even if you look at a big corporation, the, the, the units that are hiring are the ones that are that have found a new market or, or, or are trying to expand. And so we have to find those areas um, in our economy that are going to do that. Oil and gas is always going to be a core of our economy. Is it going to be the big job driver of the future? I think we should be putting bets in multiple pots to, to grow that job engine. Well, I think certainly, you know, coming out of this pandemic, uh, the, you know, the conversation has shifted a little bit, right, about yeah. where is their economic activity? Is this the, the opportunity maybe to, to really push diversification? How, how do you see the, the strategy evolving as, as we figure out, you know, how we navigate our, our way out of this economic downturn? Well, yeah, I think, you know, we've, one of the really interesting things is if you look at the, the challenges that, say, even small businesses or restaurants are facing right now, and you look at how they're overcoming them. It's actually innovators that have that have done it. It's it's tech companies that have done it. We've got a company in town called Helsum that has a payments program, a pay, payment processing, and the ability for a restaurant to set up websites and order, create an ordering process that's commission free. Well, if you look at people complaining about you know all these small restaurants paying high commissions, we've got a local company that right now is doing that. We've got people that are using blockchain to ensure employee safety and sort of understand what's going on. And, and with check-in programs, that company's called TerraHub. Uh, and so on, story after story is just the recovery from COVID has, uh, has both in the health sense, but also in the economic sense, has been impacted by technology. And there's local companies doing that. So then just look at kind of every industry is going to be uh, facing opportunities and threats as a result of technology. So we've got to be on top of it just defensively to start with, but then let's actually go on offense and double down in areas where we can be a world leader. What are some of the challenges or, or obstacles that, that still remain in your view? Yeah, well, you know, there's, there's, we kind of boil it down into four areas that, that we want to focus on. Um, the first is we just we need a citywide mindset uh, that innovation matters and that and how to innovate, um, and it really is we we call it building a community of innovators and making that part of the identity of Calgary. The next layer up is skills. There's there's some retraining that needs to happen. People need to have the skills to be able to do it to compete in the next economy. Corporate Calgary needs to engage. We call it open innovation. Be Break down the walls a bit and understand what's happening. Engage buy local. Um, we're encouraging government to buy local to get that first leg up in your own backyard, so that your local 
companies that are doing that uh, work are, um, you know, encouraged and really understand those customer problems. And then the last thing is really creating new startups. Like the rate of, of entrepreneurship needs to go up. We need to de-risk that by bringing more, more investment to the table. And I don't think people really realize how much support is out there. There's 35 organizations in, in a group called the Calgary Innovation Coalition that provides very accessible programming to people who want to start a business. And now we're one of the most, um, I, I would say we're a prime uh, candidate to be the early stage investment capital of Canada. We've got investable wealth more than any other city uh, on a per capita basis. And we just need to educate people about how to invest in these in this new sector called uh, tech startups. Um, and then, you know, that's all the conditions. And when you look at the fundamentals, there's no better place maybe in the world to make this transition than Calgary. Much more at platformcalgary.com. Terry, thanks so much for making some time for us here this afternoon. Great. Appreciate your input. Thanks, Rob. Cheers. All right, that's uh, Terry Rock, President and CEO of Platform Calgary, platformcalgary.com, uh, one of the partners in the uh, Alberta Innovation Corridor. And as mentioned, you can read more about that project, abcorridor.com. So it's a unique approach of seeing, you know, Alberta's two big cities, which often compete, to sort of say, how can we build off each other's strengths and, and drive that attention and ultimately, hopefully, more of that investment here to Alberta. All right. We are partnering uh, with Avenue Magazine for the Avenue Innovation event, and uh, you can read much more on all of this course at avenuecalgary.com. Uh, coming up after 2.30, uh, we're going to get a couple more voices uh, in on the conversation. Jim Gibson. Uh, with Thin Air Labs is going to join us. Also, Alice Reimer, I believe, is on the cover uh, of the new edition of Avenue Calgary, a site lead with Creative Destruction Labs. We'll talk a bit more about how we make Alberta uh, at the forefront of innovation, how we leverage those advantages, but also, you know, where we need to play some catch up. Welcome back. Rob Breckenridge with you as we continue with the Avenue Innovation Event. 770CHQR partnering with Avenue Magazine. More at AvenueCalgary.com as we talk about the role of innovation in Alberta's economic strategy moving forward and how the Alberta Innovation Corridor uh, can help drive some of this innovation. Now, in order to, to be uh, a leader in the sector, you need to build up that, that ecosystem, right, to become a hub. Uh, for these kinds of companies and these kinds of startups. And so there were those who are, are certainly focused on that side of it. As described in uh, Avenue Magazine, Thin Air Labs is a Calgary-based venture capital firm with a twist. So far, they've invested about $3 million in more than 15 companies. But it's about encouraging and developing those startups and, like I say, building that ecosystem. Joining us to talk more about that side of it is Jim Gibson, uh, one of the partners and co-founders at Thin Air Labs, thinairlabs.ca. Jim, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Pleasure to be here, Rob. Thank you. Well, tell us a bit more about, you know, kind of the idea, the thinking behind Thin Air Labs and, and where you fit into all of this. Thin Air came out of um, really the, the coming together of three veteran scarred entrepreneurs who've been in the journey of, of building companies for, for decades, uh, Greg Hart, myself, and, and our capital partner, James Lockery. And, and we actually met in one of, the, one of the defining, I would argue, one of the defining innovation moments here in, in Calgary um, back in 2016, which was the Rainforest Movement, which was a an attempt to bring a single common creative voice to what is innovation and how can all of us participate in 
And so the three of us um, met through that process and, and, and became, it became clear that there was a combination of skills that we brought to the table that was really disruptive to the how traditional venture capital would work, how traditional design and consulting worked, and, and how we embrace and work with the community. So Thin Air Labs was, was born, and we, 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 used the, we used the tagline, building what's next, um, and, and we define it by, by saying that it's a unique combination of, of community, and you've talked to Terry and Mary, and you'll talk to Alice and some of the amazing people in the community, but you have to marshal those resources, but then you have to match it with, with what we call design thinking. You have to think differently about where, where the world's going. Um, we do that, uh, and Greg leads that charge. And then, and then capital itself, uh, which which you have to have in order to get people's attention, invest in ventures, and, and you know make things real. And so, thin air really is the combination of those three things coming together. Yeah. Uh, now, there's some ambitious goals here from what I've been reading, the idea of getting uh, to a 1,000 startups, which would be huge. And I mean, look, there, there's a lot out there that are looking for help. So, you know, how, how, do, you, how do you move things in the right direction? And, I think, and, 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 and Terry mentioned that as well, and, and it's been a big goal of building that, you know, that top of the funnel where we, we start attracting and, and encouraging people from all walks of life to be an entrepreneur, to build that organization. And so from our perspective, the way to do that is, is not in independent silos of, of, of effort, but actually to combine into sector and, and what we call ecosystem approaches, which says there's a natural collection of people and companies that need to work together on, on building building something new. And if you do it alone, if you do it on your own, if you do it as a sole entrepreneur kind of tilting into the wind, it's hard. It's really, really hard. And so what Thin Air wants to be able to do is, is to accelerate the velocity of, of the number of companies by investing in spaces between, investing in the community, investing in pieces that aren't just capital into a growing startup, but all the surrounding pieces, including skills that Mary talked about, including some of the work and research to connecting to the university, et cetera. You can't do it alone if you're going to increase the velocity here. So that's our approach is to is to bring all the pieces to bear, but not just on traditional things that we imagine um, building the next Silicon Valley. It's actually, you know, in, in areas that we think we in Alberta have the right to win at. And it's in some of the usual suspects, including next generation energy and, and life sciences. But it's also things that involve uh, changes in education. We're investing, for example, in a, in a brand new gaming sector that will bring some of the best talent around the world to bring some of the most advanced technologies that can be applied across all ecosystems. So um, really, the combination is, is the key for us. Yeah. And look, I mean, Calgary's got some advantages, as you say, and in, in other respects, you know, we're, we're certainly competing with other jurisdictions that might be further ahead of us. So what's involved then in, in positioning and in marketing and kind of selling those advantages and, and, and encouraging uh, companies to look at and, and come to Calgary? I think I think the the most important thing is 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 to is just given where we've come from where we are late to the game we we have been extremely fortunate to have a, an amazing energy sector that's fed the GDP of our province so the number one thing that we have to make sure we do is to define a different way of building organizations and and and, and not try and be uh, as as Mary was saying a Waterloo Toronto corridor a billion be a, a San Francisco or a Boston. We have to 
build on the strengths and skills. And I think that drives um, from our primary industrial capabilities. We are a very, very strong, um, as, as, as we said earlier, headquarter company, which has tremendous industrial skills in things like um, um, new generation energy, new generation agriculture, and so forth. And so our, our, our mission is to make sure that people see themselves in that future and that they can say, well, I have a degree in in um, um, geospatial or petroleum engineering, but that basic understanding of science can apply to, to new ways of thinking. And so we don't think we're, we're behind in the skills area. We just think that they, there's a repurposing effort. And we've been working really hard to do that very much on the ground with a program that we, we call Evolve U, which has been retraining under or unemployed engineering folks into becoming full-stack software data scientists and so forth. So we're trying to put our money where our mouth is. Yeah. It's interesting, too. I mean, obviously, the pandemic has kind of prompted a a broader conversation about where Alberta's economy goes from here and, and obviously where innovation can fit in. But I think it's also, you know, zeroed in on on where innovation and in health and, and biotech can be so crucial. Is that becoming an increasingly relevant part of the, this conversation, what we mean when we talk about innovation? Very much. I, th- I think that in one of the expressions that we use at Thin Air these days is that we've had 20 years of, of change in 20 weeks. And that some of the unlocking of the big systems like health have, have happened very, very quickly. And I think, I think 100% life sciences has, Alberta has a right to win. And when you start applying the, the ability in, in machine learning and data analytics with some of the outstanding work that's happening at, at the university, everything from neurosciences with the Hodgkin Brain Institute and, and some of the heart and the stroke and cancer. We've got some, we absolutely have a right to win. And what we've just been missing are some of the pieces to move commercialization into a reality. So, for example, Mary talked about the Life Sciences Innovation Hub that came out of the university. Well, Finair is building something we call the BioHub, which is the next step from that, that brings private capital to take life sciences companies one step further so that when they hit their stride they don't leave they don't they don't get acquired at the at that that point in time and so so we think life sciences is extremely important and we and you'll be talking with alice shortly about cdl which has been really really essential in bringing some of that primary research out of the universities so we have a right to win in that space and i think it's one of the most important sectors in the world today and i think we sh- we need to we need to continue to invest absolutely uh as m- mentioned much more it's thinairlabs.ca jim thanks so much for joining us here this afternoon appreciate it my pleasure rob take care that's jim gibson uh co-founder and partner at thin air labs again thinairlabs.ca uh much more in all of this course is mentioned at avenue calgary as we partner with Avenue Magazine for the Avenue Innovation event. So as mentioned, we'll be speaking in a few minutes here with Alice Reimer from CDL, Creative Destruction Lab, as we continue this conversation about Alberta's economic future, where innovation has a role to play. We're back with more right after this. Welcome back as we continue with the Avenue Innovation event. 
partnering with uh, Avenue Calgary to talk about the future of innovation in Calgary, the Innovation Corridor, the idea of Alberta and Calgary in particular, building on its strengths uh, and also diversifying the economy at the same time. So we're just talking about the idea of, you know, expanding that ecosystem, allowing startups to, to get their feet off the ground, right, and start to grow and start to thrive and then building up that, that ecosystem, which helps attract others to it. Uh, and it's certainly something our next guest has been involved in uh, for quite some time. Alice Reimer is an entrepreneur, uh, but also in, in this sense, as described in Avenue Magazine, a mentor, a leader, and an advocate in this field. Uh, site lead with Creative Destruction Labs. Alice Reimer, good afternoon. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon. How are you, Rob? Uh, I'm doing well. Appreciate you joining us here today. Yeah, it was. Thank um, you. 1999, going back about tw just over 20 years when you first co-founded your first uh, technology company. So I imagine a lot's changed since then, but, but what have you noticed? What stands out to you and how things have evolved here in Calgary since then? We have a technology ecosystem in the last 20 years. I, you know, as, I, as I've shared before, uh, you know, 20 years ago when we started our first company, um, there wasn't one. And, and what there was one, I certainly didn't know what there was was very nascent. And uh, I didn't know how to connect in. And now... Um, you know, if you are an inventor, if you are an innovator, and you are, you know, you've got the determination to do what you want to do, um, there are so many services and opportunities. There's an event a week. Well, certainly pre-COVID, there was, you know, an event a week where you could go and meet um, other co-founders, you could go and meet collaborators, uh, you know, you didn't have to look very far to find the services and programming to help you along your way. So as we look at, at where things go from here. And the strengths yeah. that we've built up, as you say, in, in recent years. I mean, we, we've got a ways to go still, but uh, we certainly have some some important uh, building blocks in place here. What, what do you see as as Calgary's strengths? Uh, you know, I see. I know that you've heard this before. I mean, I think the thing that we have here is we have a mindset. You know, we have. You know, you'll hear lots of folks talk about we have lots of entrepreneurs here, and we know how to do this, and we're willing to sort of take the risk. Um, but I think what we've seen, particularly over the last number of years with the leadership of folks like Brad Zumwalt and Jim Gibson and, and the, some many of the folks who you've had heard, heard from today, is we actually now are starting to build the culture and the mindset. And that in and of itself is the foundation by which we can do this. In terms of your role then, in, in sort of taking on that leadership role, that mentor role, what, what, what does that involve and what, what does that mean to you? Oh, um, you know, being a mentor is, uh, as we've learned, a gift word. Uh, it's one of the things that I talk about fills up my cup. You know, I give my time, uh, I give my time to entrepreneurs and innovators um, because I really am passionate about helping others succeed. You know, helping you know, helping them understand what are the things that they need to do in order to be successful. How can they contribute? How can we contribute? And how can we do this together? And so we've been taught through the MSA um, that really being a being a mentor is a gift word, and it's not to be taken lightly. Let's talk about uh, CDL, Creative Destruction Labs, uh, which, I mean, I, I like the name, but uh, there, there are a few of these in Canada, in fact, and, and you are yeah. the site leader, the one here in Calgary. This is a partnership, too, with the, with the University of Calgary, yes. correct? Yes. Um, so where, where, where does that fit in on the landscape here? 
Yeah, so CDL, we started, uh, CDL is really about how do we take and accelerate the commercialization of what we call massively scalable science and technology-based ventures. So I have the great privilege of being the site lead for CDL Rockies at the Haskins School of Business at the University of Calgary, one of five labs here in Canada, eight in the world. And, and CDL really is that place where we have an opportunity to bring together inventors with experienced entrepreneurs, those who have, you know, started, founded, exited, operated, operated businesses of size and scale, and who have what we call judgment. They have business judgment because, you know, when you are an early stage entrepreneur, there is a thousand things that you need to work on every day. But what our mentors are, what we call fellows and associates in our lab do, our mentors help separate the signal from the noise and help our early stage entrepreneurs and inventors get really, really focused on the signal. What do they need to do every eight weeks in order to drive their business forward and in order to start to realize that potential of commercialization? You know, the, the challenges and the opportunity of, of this current uh, moment, this, this pandemic situation, I mean, it's, it's showing where there are opportunities and certainly there's a conversation happening about thinking outside the box in terms of Alberta's economic future. But, you know, yeah. I mean, in the short term, it creates uncertainties, it creates, uh, you know, tighter capital, et cetera. So how does the industry navigate all of this and, and come out stronger from it? I think that, you know, I, I'm a... I'm a big uh, I'm a big believer that you should never waste a good crisis. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I think it's you know in these times it's when we have to get really really focused on the outcomes and what are the things that we need to do in order to you know now's a great time if you can if you will to, to find it, to found a business to pivot your business to get focused on what's really really important to build a business on good fundamentals and so I think you know I think when you look at all of the different ingredients that are there both in Calgary and in Alberta um, and in you know in Canada I think there's all of the right ingredients and so this is really now about how do you sharpen your skills and so as we start to move through post-COVID as we start to you know recover if you will positioning our businesses and our entrepreneurial experiences for just that. Right. And I, I think certainly at this point, I mean, obviously there's there's competition with the indi- within the industry, but you get the mm-hmm. sense, though, that there's this kind of how do we advance Calgary? How do we advance Alberta? How, how do we kind of work mm-hmm. collaboratively because collaboratively because, you know, everybody benefits from that approach, right? Building up this this sector, building up Calgary as a hub uh, certainly mm-hmm. pays off for everybody. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I, I talk oftentimes, you know, we talk a lot about energy and we talk about the oil and gas business. And, and you know, I, I deeply believe that we need to we need to diversify to include energy. And what I mean by that is, is that, you know, there is there's not a question about whether or not we will trend, you know, that we are in an energy transition and that we are transitioning to a low carbon future. And uh, you'll hear leaders of, a, of our industry talk about, is it, you know, uh, you know, it's not it's not about an if, it's about when. Is it 10 years or 30 years or 150 years? But I think the real opportunity for us is, is, to, is to decide that we want to lead it and be part of that. And so I think that's where, you know, that's where our opportunity is. Jim, I just heard Jim speak uh, about health. I think we have a, we have some unique competitive advantages here in Alberta. Uh, we have some amazing post-secondary institutions. Uh, we have a single payer health system. You know, we have, uh, I am very bullish on our opportunities in Alberta. Uh, if we decide that we want to lead and we decide that we want to compete on a global scale. Absolutely. Much more at uh, creativedestructionlab.com. <laughs> Alice, uh, great talking yeah. to you today. Thanks so much for making some Thank time you. for us.
You All got right, it. Take care. Take care. That's uh, Alice Reimer, uh, entrepreneur, site lead uh, with Creative Destruction Lab. Uh, again, creativedestructionlab.com. Uh, of course, much more is mentioned on all of this at avenuecalgary.com. Thanks for downloading and listening to the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcast. You can also find me on Twitter at Rob Breckenridge. You can email me, rob at 770chqr.com. Talk to you next time. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.